Okay. This is a the... step in the right direction. Yeah. Now if we... I turn this 90 I degrees, think, it lines I... up with that one at least. It doesn't matter yet. And there, there are two more right here. We don't worry about them. Because now we're algorithms. Okay. So now that you have the edges at 12 and not, you have to move them to this position in your hand. Now do that move again. Uh... Oh, that was so close. <laughs> we're not there yet, though. This really feels Damn. really crazy, right? Okay. You ready for this? Yeah. F2. One, two. U. U. R prime. R prime. L. Which goes towards my face. F2. L prime. Which goes away from my face. R. Which goes away from U. my face. U. F2. <laughs> cubed! <laughs> Fucking cubed! Dude! Oh, I feel like a weight has just been lifted off my shoulders. Oh my god. I did. Do you buy your thermometer, sir? Is that a challenge? Do you buy your thermometer? Fun, let's have a duel. Challenge accepted. If you wanna 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 come over. If you wanna 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 go ride. If you wanna 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 come over. If you wanna 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 go if you wanna 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 come over, if you wanna 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 go right, if you wanna 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 Hello and welcome. We are live from the mothership. We're here in the Sedgwick Gallery Studios. I'm Dustin. This is the Do It or Else podcast. I'm sitting here in the same room with the one and only Ryan Sedgwick. Hey buddy, how you doing? I'm great. Thanks I, for having me. I know exactly how you're doing because we've been hanging out for the last hour. Yeah. <laughs> Why'd I you just ask that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I just it's it's the normal flow of the show. I got to keep it keep it crispy. You got to keep the crispy flow of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, keep the crispy. What are some flow other of the show words? Everybody knows where it goes. goes. Yeah, you nailed it. Uh huh. That's all I was gonna do. If you got crispy flow, everybody knows for show what you've got. Uh, hanging out of your nose. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's it nice. It was really good. It's nice. Can you teach me about Rubik's Cubes, please? Uh, I will. Uh, I can teach you all about Rubik's Cubes, buddy. Do it. But we should we should mention that this is the first time we've been in person together, right? First time well, Ryan. We grew <laughs> we've known up each other together. Yeah. So But the first time we've done the show. Yeah. I uh, mean I could reach out and grab you. I really don't want you to. That would <laughs> Mess with the microphone setups yeah, that we have. We make like, bad noises. I want to kind of kick you right now yeah. and push you because you're in a rolly chair right now, mm-hmm. and I could really take advantage of you. I'm in a my chair is firm on the ground, and you got wheels. That's true. Yeah, but we're in my house, and I know where all the weapons are. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't know what's behind you right now. You're not really familiar with the uh, the setup going on behind you. Do you want to go? Um. No. You feel, I mean. No, no. Look at me. I have. The answer is no. I don't (laughs) want to go. If that's all right with you, I'd like more flow. Oh, God. All right. Let's talk about the Go on with the show. Yeah, go on with the show. (laughs) Let's do it. 
Take me to the river. Dip me in the water. No, I wanted to. I, that was the wrong song. I wanted to do schools out for summer. Do 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 do. Schools out for ever. All right, class is in session. Oh, everybody, butts in your seats. All right, eyes up front. It'll look like I'm taking notes, but I'm playing with my Rubik's cube back here. <laughs> Were you uh, a Rubik's cube player? in school no i wasn't no. either uh-uh. this this challenge uh came to us by way of friend of the show jd friend of the show jd hey jd hey jd yeah hey and JD. he uh challenged us to solve a rubik's cube i kind of foolishly upped the ante and said solve a rubik's cube in under three minutes yeah you you did add a time element there which um foolish. kind of an asshole move foolish yeah not foolish. It was dumb. It was an asshole move. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, um, like a lot of the other challenges, I think I assumed we could do better than we could. Yeah. But we'll, you'll see. you see. Maybe maybe one of us succeeded in the challenge. I, I hope you did. <laughs> so um, have you, through this process, learned anything about the history of the Rubik's Cube or sort of the culture of the Rubik's Cube? I do. I know a few things about Rubik's Cube. What would you learn? Like... Um, and I haven't like actively learned any history about the Rubik's Cube. That's I'll fine. just say what I do know is that it was created maybe sometime in the late 70s or 80s or something. That's right. And it, it got like really popular in America. Insanely popular. And uh, also like the Russians hated it for some reason. It They didn't hate it. They, actually. The commies are like, no, Rubik's Cube in USSR motherland. It's a little bit more complicated than that. Doubtful. So in 1974, you got it right, in the mid-70s, Yeah, this guy, uh, his name was Erno Rubik, or Rubik's, mm-hmm. right, the guy. He was a young um, like engineering teacher in Budapest. Oh, wow. And if you know anything about uh, Budapest. Budapest in 1974, yeah, Budapest. Pretty cool place. Also, behind the Iron Curtain. Oh, but it was a cool place, apparently. Yeah, it was a beautiful place, but yeah. it was part of the USSR. Right. So he was teaching uh, other young students. He was a young guy, but he was teaching young students, and he was very inventive. Mm-hmm. And he was trying to explain to uh, young designers the idea of three-dimensional objects in space and how something could relate to something that was like behind it that you couldn't see, hmm. which this kind of makes sense with the Rubik's Cube uh-huh. already right away. So he invents this thing, and he calls it the magic cube, and it's uh, it's this wooden cube that's basically the Rubik's Cube as we know it today. Cool. So, so it's wooden, and it's got these kind of like inlays on it. It's actually kind of a beautiful thing. And he realizes right away that he has, while making like an instructional tool, has also made a puzzle, mm-hmm. but it's a puzzle he can't solve, and he's a super interested dude. And it takes him a month to solve his own puzzle. He oh, wow. works on it day and night. He's a really smart dude. This are no Rubik's. And he uh, he figures out his own puzzle within a month. Um, he realizes it. it's a toy. But being in the USSR, it wasn't like easy to market. Yeah, it didn't seem like uh, a, a young inventor is in the best environment to... Uh, <laughs> set out and become a toy maker and be like... Uh, Comrade Dyatlov, I want to leave this job and become a toy maker. Uh, Comrade Rubik, 
sit down and practice your math tables. So I think in a place like Hungary in Budapest at the time, they don't talk like that at all. I don't really I have a clue how they talk there. They actually I don't talk like Hungarian. this. <laughs> yeah. Hi, y'all. I'm from Hungary. I'll put it on my credit card. <laughs> I will put it on my credit card. I am from Hungary. That's exactly how it is. It's like a, it's like a uh, British actor pretending to do an American accent. Yes. Hi, I am from Hungary. Hello, everyone. <laughs> But he ends up taking it to the Nuremberg Toy Fair in 1979. Yeah. Which I guess Nuremberg, that's Germany, right? Germany. Um, and it becomes... Nuremberg Trials. Yeah. Bad stuff went down there. No, Nuremberg... Oh, yeah. Didn't they hang them there, too? That's true. Yeah. They... they, they. Yeah. Well, it's not bad. I mean, they killed the bad guys. That's right. We celebrate it. People... Yeah. I didn't celebrate. I was not born. But yeah. if I if did, had I'd probably be spraying champagne all over yeah. the place. Man, the Nazis made their first appearance in today's show. Uh-huh. And there they go. So he he brings this toy to the toy fair, and um, after a few years, the Ideal Toy Corporation buys it. The and Ideal? They, I think it's Idea, Ideal. Huh. I don't know. I can't pronounce that word. Okay. Okay. They take the toy, and it becomes a pretty instant hit in the United States. Um, quickly sells, like... I think one and a half million units like right away wow. and uh if you had been alive at the time which we weren't this was a massive craze but yeah. people thought you couldn't solve the rubik's cube mm-hmm. um into the early 80s and so uh books like they became number one bestsellers people writing books about how you solve the the rubik's cube okay well i remember i remember maybe in the 90s seeing commercials for rubik's cubes and the commer- the whole commercial was like, yeah, it's easy. And you see this like teenagers like shift it six times and be like, see, <laughs> it's like completely fixed. No problem. It's like, yeah. It's, Did you, you ever see that shit? That movie, uh, that Will Smith movie, The Pursuit of Happiness. Yeah. There's like one scene where his like son has one and he's like fiddling with it mm-hmm. on the table and he's like trying to figure it out and he gets in a cab later and the cab driver has one. He's like, these things don't work. Nobody yeah. can solve them. <laughs> and like, of course, like the character to show that he's like a genius. Yeah. Like instantly solves it and hands it to the guy. Yeah. And the guy's like, whoa. Whoa. I don't remember whoa, if mister. he really does that. But yeah, like, so it's. You really love your son and you're a smart guy. And you're running with those computer things. You got those x-ray doodads. Yeah. You do, you, what is this? A tabletop x-ray? It's very upsetting when you have to sleep in that subway bathroom. Gosh. And you have to hold the door shut while your son sleeps in your lap. It's very upsetting. What do you mean I can't get the fuse for the the thing that's going to fix it so I get one more cell? That's a really powerful story of that guy. So go see that movie. But just know that Will Smith is an actor and he's a Scientologist who believes in aliens. Living in volcanoes. So two years after the Rubik's Cube was released, uh, when I like they they, like and people were starting to figure it out, they had the first Rubik's Cube World Championships. This is in 1982. Are they going for speed at this point? Is it all about speed? Or it becomes about it becomes yeah about the speed of the solve. Okay. Um. So they invite 20 contestants from 20 different countries to come compete in this Rubik's Cube solve. And the best is this American kid, this American teenager um, named Min Tai, and he solves it in twenty-two point nine five seconds. Holy cow! <laughs> Which is that's insane. 
Now, do they all have the same puzzle on the Rubik's Cube when they do this? Like, is it a yes. predetermined? In in competition, you are given a predetermined uh, setup okay. for the Rubik's Cube. And this is a good time to talk about. Have you learned how many permutations of the Rubik's Cube there can be? Oh, there's got to be, what, over 6 million? Over 6 million, you say? Sure. All right. I want you to tell me what this number is. I'm nine about to tell you. Nine times nine wait, times wait. nine times nine Listen times nine. Listen to this. Okay. Listen to this. So yeah, we're talking about the three by three Rubik's cube. There's more and less complicated ones. Right. So we're doing he, the classic. Here's by a the number. Way. I'm going to tell you a number, and when I'm done telling you the number, you tell me the name of that number. Okay. Four, three, zero, 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 zero. Zero 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 zero. What's the name of that number? Well, Ryan, I'll be honest. I can't remember the first number you said. Four I've just been trying to keep track of the zeros. Okay. So, forty-three decadrillion. It's quintillion. Forty-three quintillion. And I heard it described, Holy and I'm not sure if I remember this correctly, but I heard it described as 12 billion billion. 12 billion billions. It's like billions of billions. Billions and billions. <laughs> so they set it up in one of these billions of billions of ways. Wow. And all the competitors solve from there. Okay. Which is a good way... Um, through the 80s, better methods were, were created, so people kept getting faster and faster and faster. It kind of fell off in the 90s. You know, we knew about it in the 90s as little kids, yeah. it was, but it was just it was a around. little kid toy. It was in movies and stuff. But at, towards the end of the 90s, um, the internet shows up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and yeah. people start sharing these solving permutations. So rather than having to buy a book, you're getting these updated message boards of people sharing how to solve the Rubik's Cube faster and faster and faster. So they start hosting larger world championships. Okay. And I'll tell you now, the way the world championships work for speed is they set the Rubik's Cube in front of the contestant, but it's like covered by a bucket. Mm -hmm. Then they take off the bucket. The contestant is allowed to look at the Rubik's Cube for, I think, 10 to 15 seconds. They set it down. They put their hands on this special map. Mm -hmm. Then they beep, and they go, and they solve it as quickly as they can. And some of these guys can do up to 16 moves a second while working wow. on the Rubik's Cube. Whereas I do... Are there Rubik's Cubes oiled and like... Are these like uh, tournament level Rubik's Cubes that That's are a great super question. fast? That's a great question. So back in the day, people used to take their Rubik's Cubes apart. Like the Rubik's Cubes we got. Yeah. To make them better, you could take them apart and oil them and sand down rough edges and make it move and spin faster. Wow. But there are better grade Rubik's Cubes now that these guys are competing with. And it's funny, like... The guys who are in their like late 20s are like, these kids have no idea. They have no idea what it was like back in the day. Because I think there's something about like this super modern age that it feels like we're living in where like yeah. people can 3D print things yeah. and cubes are getting faster and faster. So even the guy who I'll tell you about in a little bit who previously held the world record, he says that if he had had – or like the cubes now – if he'd had them a year or two ago, he'd be a second or two faster wow. a year or two ago. Okay. So it, it, it is worth saying what the current world record is in this. Um, I want to get this right. It's a it's a Chinese guy, and his name – it's in competition. His name is Yixing De. Okay. And he solved a Rubik's Cube 
in 3.47 seconds. Mother father. Mother father Dude, is right. That's insane. And I've seen some YouTube videos. I watched some YouTube videos after I gave up on like tutorials. Mm-hmm. I started watching videos of just people solving them. And I saw a guy blindfolded solve two. He did one in each hand. Yeah, so there's and he did all it in sorts like a of minute, world records. Like less than a minute. It was yeah. insane. So there's one-handed solves. There's blindfolded solves. There's uh, two-at-one-time solves. Some people solve it with their feet. Most of these people can all get these done under a minute. Uh, and then there's the more complicated Rubik's Cubes, too. They have more permutations. So yeah, rather like than four nine, by fours and five four by, by four. Five. Exactly. And, and people have, have records in that. But I learned that the thing that speed cubers, that's what they call themselves, speed cubers. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're yeah. all young people. They're not just men and they're not they're just men. Young, they're young, they're dumb. <laughs> they're full of permutations. <laughs> like, gosh, ah, I remember when I was a speed cuber. You wouldn't believe your grandmother saw me at the speed cube competition. Boy, my fingers were flying, and she saw how fast my hands were working, and she came over to me. And you know what she said to me? What did she say? I like how you spin your faces and prime your R's. <laughs> what? Our primes. Yeah, our primes. Oh, I like how you are primed that. <laughs> These are the sort of things you get into. Maybe these you algorithms. Prime my so that's algorithm. what they're doing. They're they're solving algorithms. Uh, but what they value more than anything is not just in a competition, not just the fastest solve, but the way you win a competition is actually the average solve. So they'll give you five permutations. Every competitor is getting the same five permutations. The average. So and of they all take the times. middle three oh, okay. of those five times, and that person wins. Hmm. So you get that's kind of cool because and and this should be stated that it depends what the cube looks like when you first get it is how fast you can solve it. Mm-hmm. Um, they actually spent years trying to determine how many solves, how many moves it takes to solve a Rubik's cube. Did you learn the what they call the God number? If no. you had to guess, I'm gonna I'm gonna set this up for you. If you had to guess, what's the minimum amount of moves to solve any of the 43 quintillion? faces of a rubik's cube how many minimum moves would it take to solve every single one of those um minimum moves you i mean you said that chinese guy did it in under four seconds mm-hmm. and you're saying the fastest cubers are doing like 12 a second 12 moves a second. 16 yeah 16 moves a second so uh 64 moves it turns out every rubik's cube can be solved in 20 moves that is bullshit it's true no man. and we'll get to how i know that's true it's also true because they've um they've made computers do it they built like robots who can solve these things okay and one robot solved it in under a second oh my god so cool robot dude cool robot I'm glad you made that robot <laughs> thanks for wasting our, the federal grant money that went into making that robot you yeah, so, smart idiot. So now it's the, uh, I think it's the best-selling toy of all time. Uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, like single piece. I'm sure Lego sold more like Lego bricks. But oh, that's for sure. About like Monopoly. That's true. But like, that's I think a puzzle game, puzzle yeah. toy. I mean, it's definitely like when you pick up one of these things, and as soon as you hold it in your hand, and you can, you can hear that. Like that. We're gonna do a little ASMR video. Hey. I think okay. you do an ASMR video in every episode, and this it's is never a video. It's never a video, but this is an ASMR video. I'm not eating food, but I am playing uh, with Rubik's Cube, and this is me solving a Rubik's Cube. Ready? 
All right. Enough of that. Let's actually talk about how we solved our Rubik's Cubes. You ready to do that? I'm ready to tell you all about my permutations. Let's do it. Oh, my permutations are so jagged. Get your permutations out of my face. Get them off the table. Ugh. back from that sweet ukulele riff Ooh, thank you there it is sitting up on the shelf over there i know it's it's nice you've taught yourself a lot of different skills mm. you've learned a lot of different things throughout your life ain't that right ryan that's right that's a really terrific segue to this week's challenge as we've mentioned before listener submitted challenge if you guys want us to do a challenge tell us about it and we'll yeah. probably do it if it's within our means and this was a perfect one from jd solve a rubik's cube i updated the terms to three minutes dustin i know the answer but did you do it no i failed so hard on this and i'll tell you about it uh the experience was a lot of fun but it racked my brain and for the first half of the challenge like uh so we recorded released on a thursday and so from Thursday to Sunday, I was focused on solving it without any YouTube videos or whatever. I wanted to solve it all on my own, and I couldn't do it. I could not do it, and it just ate me up. And then when I did dive into the YouTube videos, and, and I didn't really go, I, I watched one YouTube video, and then I got sucked into my sidebar. But I did go on to websites. <laughs> yeah. I got into... Sucked into the sidebar. Sucked into the sidebar. But the I went to like two different websites that showed the different... Get ways. in the sidebar! <laughs> Are you going to get sucked into the sidebar, brother? You're going to do an epic cutback, man. Just get pitted in the sidebar. Oh, it's so pitted. So pitted, <laughs> man. Just go back. And I... I broke my board on... The fucking Rubik's Cube. Yeah. I cannot believe um, that even with, like, even looking it up online, I I wasn't able to understand it. I just wasn't able to figure it out. Yeah. I, I, I was pissed. And if, I mean. Well, I followed your progress along. So you did a live stream. What was that? Monday, Tuesday? Yeah. Um, so I watched your live stream on Instagram. That was really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have an innate sense of how to figure it out without any direction, which I don't think is normal. Most people don't, you can, you're like, this needs to go there. It goes there. Like you, you, you form, you roll through it pretty quickly in an impressive way. When I'm left to my own devices to like, kind of just like into it, how this thing works, I can kind of do it, but I'm always like a step behind myself. Mm. So like I never I'm like, Oh, I didn't do what I thought it was going to do. Yeah, you have a clearly a more intuitive sense of how it works. It's like I can I can understand what might happen if I do something. Yeah, I don't know for sure if I do these different combos that I I know that I'm going to move this color to that color. Like is is all wishful thinking on my <laughs> you just kind of will it's it. Like, yeah, basically it's like a whole bunch of trial and error. Every time I felt like I was making progress, I would make a few wrong moves and be like, oh, no, oh, no. And then I try to fix it, but fix it in the wrong order, and then I'm scrambled all over again. Well, I showed you some more uh, functional ways, some more algorithmic ways to solve the cube, and we should use that audio 
as the opening for this essay, right? We for already this, did. This, okay, yeah. So you guys already heard that. Awesome. Yeah. So you heard <laughs> Dustin solve it, and the way you solved it is the way that I solved it. And I would say you solved it in 15 minutes, kind of from zero to done, after, a little less. After you started helping me, yeah. I would say, like, yeah, from from made a, made nothing to solve. So, so it, I would say if you count from the beginning of those mess-ups, not from before them, I think uh, you did, like, a 15-minute solve, or maybe less, maybe maybe 12. Yeah, I don't know. So my journey um, was nothing like yours. I forgot about the challenge. You texted me that you had gotten a Rubik's Cube, or you were having trouble finding one, right? Yeah, and yeah. I was like, it was just that was the first part. <laughs> it took you an afternoon yeah. of driving like five or six different stores to find one. I just walked into Target. There was one on the shelf. It's mine. Yeah. Um, thank you for <laughs> reminding me that we had to buy something for this. Yeah. I would have forgotten. There were so many different Rubik's Cube type products, but not a three by three classic Rubik's Cube anywhere. Couldn't find it. Went to three different stores at the mall. Went to Spencer's Gifts, thinking they were going to have something right. Spencer's Gifts has everything. You can buy a big set of fake boobies that have, like, flasks built into oh them. Oh, my Lord. Oh, my Lord. You can buy all sorts of weird things at Spencer's Gifts. And you can buy a Rubik's Cube, except it fits on a stupid keychain. It's like a mini Rubik's Cube. Those count. I, but I'm not going to do gonna, that. Yeah, I would you're probably spend your time on that. Yeah, I would yeah. have broken it. So, uh, so I get mine, and I go to... What has become for all of these things? My trusty source, YouTube. YouTube. Um, my first video that I went to is from Wired Magazine. And I should say, I watched this uh, Wired Magazine series. So I think this is why YouTube told me about it. It's not the most popular video out there. But Wired Magazine has a series of things that is so akin to what we do here called Almost Impossible. So it's like, why it's oh. almost impossible to kick a 90-yard field goal or yeah. juggle 14 objects at the same time or like challenges basically skip a stone a hundred times whatever yeah and so they did rubik's cube solve a rubik's cube in under uh three seconds under uh, three seconds right because that's that's the next yeah as we said that's the next frontier and then robots can do it but for a person to do it they're just yeah. gonna have to get a easy permutation is, is what it seems yeah. like uh and then just be really good uh a one in 43 and a faster cube too and a faster cube Right, with as minimal friction. So as I used this this wired uh, magazine uh, like explainer, and I could do some of it, but from the word go, I was frustrated. I could not figure it out. So from the wired magazine, um, I learned that I could kind of follow these along. It was really frustrating. I did about like two hours of practice the first time and got like the bottom white part solved. Okay. Uh. And so watching your videos, you'd always put the white on the top. Yeah. And in every video I watched, the white was always on the bottom. Oh, man. I remember from high school, someone telling me, or maybe it was middle school, someone saying that, like, solve the white first. Yeah. How did Think you? Of, that, I was wondering I how you knew that. I don't. That is true. What? Solve white first? Solve white first. Okay. I did. Well, maybe that's just common knowledge that got passed down. But I was, in my head, I was believing that the white is the top that's the the roof of the well because that's where rubik's the rubik's cube logo is yeah. and I, I don't think white has any significance you could probably solve from any angle i think white is just really clear to see and that's why yeah. people use it yeah um good, in the dark actually start in the dark point. white and yellow look kind of the same yeah uh, and they're but they're exact opposites on the cube so yeah. that's probably why on a normal uh, rubik's brand rubik's cube mm-hmm so I got that done. You you had this natural innate sense again of how to do it. So I uh, 
I worked all week. I would spend an hour at a time about every day just kind of fiddling with it and getting frustrated. I got really frustrated on some ending steps because I didn't understand what the video was saying. Yeah. So I watched all these other videos that have other ways of solving it because there's not one way to solve a Rubik's Cube. Yeah. There's billions, I imagine. So I watched these other videos. And Did you like, watch a video? answering what I want. Did you watch a video that just talked about the definitions of uh, Rubik culture? Because well, you I, were telling me triggers and right. primes. And when you texted me, like, Yeah, I've learned all the lingo. You texted me like, Daisy across to Daisy to solve or whatever. Yeah. So like, what are you talking? So about? you you are speaking. I'll tell you. Crap. I'll tell. Like I want to read this to you. Yeah, because the the, the lingo really matters. I think it matters from uh, just so if you want to understand something fully, you like they say a culture. You got to understand the language, and then like by understanding the language, your brain changes. Right. And like something a new pathway is formed in your brain. Exactly. So learning the algorithms, which is where it led to, which yeah. is what probably the listener is going to hear in the beginning of me saying things like R, R prime, U, D, like uh, L. No, L is actually this way, not that way. Do a yeah. right trigger, do a left yeah. trigger. Yeah. So all of those are things because like the notes I wrote myself to solve the, the puzzle as fast as I did, which I guess I'll say here. Um, I, the first time I solved the puzzle it took me 24 minutes Oh, the okay. second time took me 18 minutes. Then I did it in 15. Then I did it in eight and a half. And then I, this morning, did it in six minutes, 15 seconds. Awesome. Is the fastest I got on my own solving the, cu- uh-huh. the, the puzzle. Um, and these are the directions I give myself. Like, daisy, match center, flip 180. White cross, white bottom, match top, correspond, bottom layer, do a trigger. If white on top, rotate above colored. Search top layer edges, no yellow. Down T, top match, right pull. Pull, corresponding trigger, fix, displace white. So it's like... And then Error, 404, f- missing... F-U-R, <laughs> R-prime, F-prime. Uh, D, like it's all these insane things. So doing My all eyes that are crossing. and getting that to 6 minutes, 15 seconds, I was like, about there. I have a video. I, I should really see what it was. Something like that. I was like, all right, well, the challenge is to get it under three, three minutes. minutes. Yeah. You want to know how fast I got it? Today? You did this earlier this today? Morning. This morning. I have morning. a video of it. Oh, I bet you did it in like two minutes and 59 seconds. 45 seconds? No way. I cheated. Damn. I what cheated and I cheating? make it very clear in the video that I cheated. How do you cheat? Well, there are these websites you can go to and you can click on a cube oh, and make it no. look exactly like your cube looks. Wow. So you look at the whole cube and you say solve for it and it, like, it works the algorithm out. And it'll give you, like, step that God by, number, something under step. 20 moves. Oh, wow. As long as you understand what the language is, like D, D2 or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as Mighty Ducks 2. Yeah. The Quack Attack is back, Jack. Yeah. Triple D, Knuckle Puck time, yeah. Bash Brothers. Get out of here, There Fulton. you go. <laughs> God so, damn it, Goldberg. <laughs> Goldberg. So as long as you understand the permutations, uh, yeah, I cheated, and I got this list. And but it, that you didn't. That's not cheating. Not cheating because I, I said, said in the rules yeah. that you can use whatever tools you want. So you didn't cheat. So I got myself to forty-five seconds. Damn, I, I didn't. I didn't. I, it I'm took me good. a week to find that website. I didn't know something like that existed. That's a lot of hard work. Research is hard work. Yeah, you, you're awesome. Like God number. That God number? Is God it, number that God is number? Is your business? social security number? <laughs> yeah, that's more. That's what I'm talking about. Where are my boomers at? You got social security uh, numbers. Boomers. They can do this. You Shout out to Emery. You could do a Rubik's Cube, Emery. 
Emery, well, that's I the know thing. you're a little baby. Uh, this, sh- this should be said. Courtney's niece is like, I think she turned 12 this week. And this kid, on her own, can solve these things in under a minute sometimes. Did she learn a- from a book? I think she learned probably from online, from like learning these algorithms. And she like she looks at it really closely. It reminds me of our friend growing up, Matt Price. Hey, Matt Price. Hope you're doing well, buddy. Uh, give us a call and uh, let us know on our hot take line, our call-in line. We'll tell you about that later. But oh, we yeah. got one of those. But we got one of those. Listen, you freaky listeners. You call us and you can you whisper talk into the microphone all you want. Yeah. Can they send us nudes? No. Uh, you can send us not nudes, but you can describe your nude. Okay. Uh, it's a voicemail. Okay. So we'll get to that. Just we'll get to voicemail. that. But yeah, so there was always this one kid in the back of the bus, Matt Price, that we would bet him, oh, I bet you can't solve it this fast. And then he would like, and Jessica is similarly uh, impressive in that way. Mm-hmm. But like I had always imagined, and now you, you've solved Rubik's Cube. You've actually done it. Did it feel yeah. like something you were ever going to do in your entire life? No. The whole time you were telling me these, these R trigger, left prime, R, U, L prime, all these different commands. It was like, I don't know what I'm doing. You can't even look at the cube. No. You just move just, your hands. Yeah, my fingers are doing movements, but I'm not following where the colors no, are going. No, you don't even look at the where, cube. Like, okay, I flipped it. I understand it's moving to the other side, and then my ADD doesn't allow me to keep track of it. And I'm just trusting your process. And then when... And then when like we got to the last two or three moves, I was you like, feel it. oh, oh, wait a second. Oh, just wait a second. Only three pieces are in the wrong spot. Yeah. And then <laughs> yeah, it's really you hear exciting. that little. Oh, God. <laughs> it's very exciting. Yeah. I would run into the other room every time I saw one and be like, Courtney, Courtney, look. <laughs> and she'd be like, OK, don't don't care. OK. But this um, really on a bigger scale, uh, it this is a perfect challenge for this podcast in my oh, estimation yeah. because it feels like a lot of the other things we've picked are things we we have done or can do or feel like we can do this felt honestly impossible yes but um it's impressive t- for myself to have been able to to get from nothing to i understand most of the process that solves the cube now which i i could not imagine that i could have done it it makes the four-dimensional chess that's being playing on in in dc right now um seem like a kindergarten like block set are you talking like, about are you talking about those clowns in washington yeah with their grease paint all over their faces my my gosh the rubik's cube is another universe it 40 chess uh the shit they played in star trek uh and star and wars got nothing the weird stuff um, nothing on a Rubik's cube that you play by yourself against yourself. And like, I would, I actively played this. Like I would, I, when I like to work, when I'm designing stuff and I'm working on the computer, I need to take a break. And I had this in my bag and I would just like push back from the coffee shop table that I was sitting at. And I would just sh- 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 try and work on it. And I could feel like, like your brain is working. Like, you know, you're thinking hard before you know it. 30 minutes go by. I yeah, took, I took this flies. to the gym and I sat on a treadmill for a solid hour. And every 15 minutes I was walking at four miles per hour. And every 15 minutes I would raise what the incline by two degrees. I thought because I'm a physical person, if I got my heart rate going and like my body moving, something maybe in my brain would, did it help? I think for a little bit it did like around the 30 minute mark. I got a, um, I got 
almost all of the second layer done by myself. That's pretty good. And that's, that's about as far as I can get on my own. Yeah. Before I go to algorithms. Before you, yeah. Before you need to, you, before you have to have a, a case by case algorithm. Yeah. Committed to memory. What are the rules? So you yeah. can move through uh, a dude. It was just bullshit. Uh, <laughs> by the end of it, I was sweaty. I was tired, and my brain hurt. Well, and it was just like I oh. sort of liked it. You seriously hated it. Let's no, move on to rate it. it. I don't hate it. I'm gonna tell you how I rate it. Every week on our show, we review the challenge with a custom rating scale. This week, Dustin, it's your job to create it. What's the scale? This scale. <laughs> Are you doing my voice? No. Was I? <laughs> I felt like you were. I don't think I was. I don't think I was. You don't own that voice. Each week. Each week on our show. Each week on our show. <laughs> this is what I want our scale to be. What I want. What I want is for you to remember a time when you couldn't get the Rubik's Cube in East Germany. You couldn't get it. Couldn't really get that that government cheese everyone was talking about. They had to drop it from the airplanes. The Berlin Airlift, you know what I'm talking about? I think you're conflating a couple different things, but you sure. You couldn't get Rubik's Cubes in those airlifts. You couldn't get Rubik's Cubes Hadn't in Hadn't been East invented Germany. yet. Yes, they had. During they the in... Berlin airlift, my friend? Fuck. All right. If you got a correction, you can call us at 724-DO-IT-POD. <laughs> we're not there yet. We're not okay? there yet. That's 724-364-8763. But the Rubik's Cube did not come in anything provided to the people on the east side of the Berlin Wall. What are you going to do to us this week? How many... Wait, no, when, this is not the review. This is the review. This is the scale before we, oh, we have to so do the scale. I've had a couple of beers. The, okay. So, how many? Okay. So, so, how many dead messengers on the Berlin Wall? <laughs> oh, God. Dead messengers? Yeah, they were carrying all the Rubik's Cubes over to East Germany to sell them on the black market. And they shoot people that climb over the wall. Okay. I would dark. call them couriers. It's pretty dark. Messengers, smugglers. Uh, oh, I like smugglers. That's but let's cool. let's say they they're all sexy smugglers, like Han Solo. Mm. Yeah, these sexy smugglers. They're Han alive. They're not shot. They've dug underneath the tunnels. There are ten smugglers dug underneath the tunnels. Tunnels <laughs> under the tunnels. <laughs> tunnels on tunnels on tunnels. They are playing four dimensional tunnels. <laughs> and, all right, just give us the scale. Okay. Uh, how many Millennium Falcons oh, from a God. scale from 1 to 10 Millennium Falcons full of Rubik's Cubes smuggling Rubik's Cubes into East Germany? I hate you. Um, 1 to 10 Millennium Falcons full of East German smugglers. No. Just Han Solo and Chewie just bringing in a whole bunch of Rubik's Cubes to East Germans. Okay, how what's, many? What's complicated um, about that? I give it... Uh, what's complicated about that? I give it... I really should think about how I feel about these things before we review It's them. essentially a 1 to 10 scale. Leave everything Excuse I said. Excuse you. No, I'm including everything you said. 
Because now I have to think about all of that. It matters in the in the permutations. Yeah. How many permutations on this central finite curve does Han Solo enjoy that Eight. smuggling trip? I spent all this morning working on these. I had a super amount of fun this morning. Super amount of fun is a word. Uh, in a sentence. God, two beers. Dustin, two beers does this to me. Bestest amount of fun. Bestest amount of fun. <laughs> I'm hanging out with my buddy. Me and my power hanging out, drinking brewskis, and I thought this was an eight Millennium Falcon smuggling Rubik's Cubes into East Berlin. What'd you think? Gosh, I have mixed feelings about it. I, I'm giving it a... I'm giving it... I'm giving it a seven. Uh, seven Millennium Falcons full of Rubik's Cubes. Way higher than I thought you were going to give it. But even though I didn't do the challenge, I had so much fun playing. You, did, you just did it. Yeah, but I... I did not complete the three-minute challenge, well, whatever benchmark. So if that's the real thing, it took me up into up to uh, what one minute before pressing record on this podcast. Apparently, you'd already hit record. That was a secret record. But uh, I, I that was the farthest I've gotten. I solved it with your help, but um, I had fun just working on it. Like you know, I yeah, like to. That's a nice little. I, I like to play games, board games, video games, or whatever, and this was the time where I didn't want to play video games. I just want to work on the Rubik's Cube. I, I, I felt like I was making myself smarter by playing this game, and it was a, a worthwhile pursuit, even though I'm not, I'm not inclined to think that way. It felt good to do that challenge, even though I'm not good at it. I recommend the challenge. Everyone should do it. I, think I recommend it. It's eight bucks at Target, right? Like, yeah. it's super affordable. It keep you busy. Uh, put it on your desk at work. It's a conversation starter. Uh, you are a, gonna have to put in a couple hours at some point. Oh yeah. Once you get in a like role, focused hours. Yeah, 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 yeah. You have to you have to think many steps ahead, and that's just solving one face. And you've heard everything that we talked about, <laughs> like. You got if you want to solve it. You gotta, you gotta prepare yourself. You gotta prepare to go to YouTube Rubik's University. Cube, the Rubik's Cube challenge. challenge. Rubik's Cube. The Rubik's Cube challenge. Oh, the Rubik's Cube. The Rubik's Cube challenge. Oh, the Rubik's Cube. The Rubik's Cube challenge. Making your brain hurt every day. Making it hurt in the best kind of way. Listen to me, friend. If you put a little bit of time on your Rubik's Cube, you're going to get a... Hopefully the ukulele music's playing now. Oh, okay. Bye. <laughs> no, it's not bye yet. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought it was great. I had a lot of fun. to have a hell of a time thanks on jd the do it or else podcast rubik's cube challenge thanks to the one the only jd give a big old do it or else pod shout out to the great and powerful roscoe your dog jd peace up big love big love love that boy what's next week's challenge dustin graham next week's challenge um, I think what are you deciding? <laughs>
I'm deciding right now. I'm looking at it because I haven't put any thought into it right now. I'm looking at our master list, and this is what. Um, oh no! We we do here on on the show. We have a list of different ideas, and sometimes, sometimes, and um, you did the Rubik's cube challenge. Stole that. Stole that one. Um, I think I'm gonna actually pick one of yours, and I think I want to do a no meat week. Oh shit! Why you got some no, barbecues coming? No, up? I support this. There's nothing in my in my future that can. Hold me back. No wheat. No wheat. No meat. No meat. A no meat week. No meat week. Yeah. All right. So what are the rules? Um, you. Well, I think it's just more of you can't eat the flesh of an animal. Until we record. Until we record. So today's Thursday. Till next Thursday. No eating meat. No. Yeah. No meat. Um, I like meat. So it's going to be tough yeah, to delicious. just cut it out. But um, this was going to remind me of when I in college, I was like, I'm going to be a vegetarian. And I tried it for like a few days and I caved in so hard. Dude, this is going to be like so Like a pepperoni hard. pizza. It was just like, oh my God. I know so lots of people live as vegetarians, but this is going to be hard. I'm excited about it. Dustin, yeah. where can people reach out to us? Listen, everyone, we just got some great new technology. We got some awesome sponsors with Google Voice. Oh. We got ourselves a voicemail set up for the Do It or Else podcast. Google Voice. It's for phones. It's for phones. Remember those? We, we can actually make phone calls with the little computers in our pockets. We don't have to live in these textlationships that we've been forced into. We want to hear your pretty little voice. I want to hear your voice. We want to hear you on the radio. You might want to hear your own self on the, the internet radio. What's the phone number? 724-DO-IT-POD. 724-DO-IT-POD. Pod. That's right, 724-364-8763. All right. Call us and leave us a voicemail. We, we want to hear your voice. And you'll get on the show probably no matter what you do. Yeah, probably. You got to tell us how your previous challenges went, especially if you're not essentially listening to these episodes in order. You can you can draw your own comic if you are listening to one of our earlier episodes. You can draw it and tell us how it goes. You can try to pop a wheelie. Hold you, your breath. You can hold your breath. Just tell us how these experiences went for you. If you uh, steal a basket of pies, yeah, that's, that's one of them, right? Yeah, that's our Yogi Bear episode. So you might want to go into those backlogs. I don't know. Apple might have deleted that one because it was so a pick a nick a basket. Yeah, it was it was very racist against bears. Yeah. Um, they had it coming. <laughs> it was coming right for us. All right. So that's the phone number. Uh, what is it? Uh, yeah. So that's the phone number. 724-DO-IT-POD. 724-DO-IT-POD. Yeah. The Instagram. And Instagram is at do it or else pod. Email. Do it or else pod at gmail.com. Twitter. That's, that's, we killed it. We shot Twitter Yeah. Down. We love Instagram and we're excited about the phone uh, number. This yeah. is great. Yeah. It's a, it's a voicemail line. So I'm not going to answer it. No one's going to answer it. It's just going to go straight to a voicemail, and you can tell us who you are. Tell us a little message. Say hi. Thanks but. for listening so much, guys. Please uh, subscribe if you're not already subscribed. Tell a friend if this video, if video, if this podcast, yeah, is good for you. If you think they'll like it, maybe they're into, maybe they're into uh, permutations. Yeah, I bet there's some permutation out there that's going to hit one of your quintillion fuzzy buttons that really you know just get you going thank you guys so much 
We'll see you next Whoa, week. Wait, where are you not going? Not eating any meat. Where are you going? This is the end of the show, bud. Oh, I wish it wasn't. That's it. Okay. Well, so long, farewell. Advita saying goodbye. No meat, red meat. All, it's all meat, right? Just chicken count? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Fish? Yeah. All, all, no animal. Flesh. All said, right. No flesh. We'll talk to you next week, gang. Cheers. Bye.